to the Baby Names Podcast, Episode 5. I'm Jennifer Moss. And I'm Mallory Moss Katz. And we're the founders of babynames.com. And we're also sisters. That we are. So sometimes we'll clash, especially our opinions on baby names. Jennifer's older, (laughs) and she has a birthday coming up. Which one is it again? Uh, 32? That's funny, seeing you have a 26-year-old daughter. 25, but who's counting? Anyway, um, in this episode, we're going to discuss fictional character names, how they have a big influence on baby naming trends, also how to name your fictional characters if you're a writer, We'll dish about this week's exciting celebrity baby news and finish with a pretty intense baby name conundrum from a listener. So, Mal, have you come across any cool names since the last episode? I think my favorite name of the week is Lila. It's of Persian origin and it Mm -hmm. means lilac tree. Oh, yeah. Oh, and speaking of names with Persian origin, I did more research into the name Ferial since the last episode, and it is indeed of Persian origin. We have the name with an alternate spelling in our database, and the definition is good neck. Hmm. Well, it beats bad omen, which is what <laughs> Mallory means. I believe Mallory means bad luck duck. What? Or at least that's what I had you believe when you were a kid. Mm. Well, I've been noticing names that are like real names with the first letter changed. For example, Seath, which is like Keith with an S, or Desley, like Leslie with a D. Other names that I think are cool are Lodge Worcester, who is the music director for the TV show Good Doctor. I love that show. And then in one of my Facebook groups was a woman named Sevilla, which Mm -hmm. I thought was really cool. That's like civil with a law at the end. And I'd never heard that before, so I researched it and added it to the database. It's actually an older name from like the 1700s in the same category as like puritanical names like Charity and Prudence. So it meant being um, civil to one another, being respectful, Sevilla. And Sevilla Martin was a Canadian-American hymn and gospel songwriter in the late 19th, early 20th century. That's cool. Yeah. So we're going to talk about character names this episode. And both of us have names that became popular because of a fictional character. Jennifer, Jenny skyrocketed in the late 60s with the book and movie Love Story, whose main character was named Jenny or Jennifer. And Mallory became popular from the TV show Family Ties. Mm -hmm. Other names that have influenced baby naming trends, um, the movie Splash with Daryl Hannah. She played a mermaid named Madison, and that was neither a boy's name nor a girl's name before that movie came about. And just about 15 to 20 years after the movie was popular, that became the number one name for girls. And I think it's because kids who saw that as kids, grew up and thought it was a really cool name and used it for their baby names. Other 
entertainment and fictional characters um, that have a big influence on baby naming. Obviously, Twilight. A lot of the Twilight names hit the top of the charts after those books and movies came out. Game of Thrones and even Breaking Bad characters hmm. have had an influence on baby naming. I actually have a friend who named his daughter Khaleesi. Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. Yeah. I thought that was a very interesting name to give to his daughter, who's now about two. Um, and I'm surprised that Katniss didn't take off from the Hunger Games because I would have totally used that name. I like really? that name. Yeah. I guess Cat is a cute nickname. Yeah. And, I mean, it's close to a real name. I mean, real meaning not created for fiction you know it's close to Catherine um, and the SS names are popular like Alyssa so it's kind of a mashup of those yeah I guess so I think Arya from Game of Thrones is one of my favorite characters um, well one of my favorite characters but also one of my favorite names from fictional characters I definitely would have considered it. It's melodic, although it's a little too close to Arian, if you ask me. Yeah. One name I am not of a fan of, though, is Renesme from Twilight. Yeah. The combo yeah. name of Renee and Esme. Yeah. Jen, did that name ever take off? No, not Renesme, but the name Esme did take off, and it's still currently number 74 in our charts. Hmm. Okay, yeah. so it is popular. Yeah. Marvel comic book icon Stan Lee has a naming convention for his characters. Most of them are alliterative names, meaning the first and last names start with the same letter. Like Mallory Moss? Yes, I could be a superhero. <laughs> Some of Stan's most famous characters are Peter Parker, Bruce mm -hmm. Banner, Pepper Potts, Dr. Stephen Strange, Reed Richards, Scott Summers, and Sue Storm. Yeah. Lee said he did that intentionally so he can remember the names while writing the story because he has a really bad memory. Oh, wow. That's a cool story. I didn't know that. I, I thought he did it on purpose just to be cool, you know, and to kind of trademark them as Stanley characters. But because he had a bad memory is uh, something I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Character names can also have a negative effect on baby naming. Uh, a survey we took on baby names says people would not use the name Elmo, for example, because it reminds them of the Little Red Muppet. Mm -hmm. uh, the mm -hmm. same with Barney, and depending how old you are, you would identify that with either a purple dinosaur or with the Flintstones' Barney Rubble. So um, the other thing is that the name Atticus was rising on the charts in the last, I'd say, five to eight years. Uh, Atticus Finch was a beloved character in To Kill a Mockingbird until its sequel came out, Go Set a Watchman, in 2015. 
because in the sequel, it was revealed that Harper Lee actually meant the character to be an outright racist and not the beloved altruistic supporter of civil rights that he was portrayed to be in To Kill a Mockingbird. So when that was revealed, suddenly between 2015 and 2016, the name actually dropped 28 positions in the U.S. Social Security list. So I thought that was interesting too. Definitely. Now for writers, whether you're writing novels or screenplays or teleplays, there are certain rules for naming characters, which I have actually delineated over on the website characternames.com. Well, the biggest thing that some writers do, specifically television writers that get in my craw, is when they use a name that is popular now for a character who's an adult, like who's 18 or 25 or 40, or it's just incongruent with the time period. Mm -hmm. And that's a telltale sign that they didn't do their name homework. Jen, can you give me an example of that? Um, For example, there was a short-lived series called The Catch with Marae Enos. Oh, love her. Her name was Alice, and she was supposedly in her late 30s, early 40s. There aren't that many Alices in that age range. That is a cute name that's been really popularized in like the last five years for young children. And then another example would be the two kids from The Americans. I know that's one of your favorite shows, Henry and Paige which are perfectly fine if it was set in current time. There would be a Henry and Page, but it's a period piece. So those kids would have had been born in the 1960s. And because the whole goal of this family is to fit in as Americans, they would have picked names that were at the top of the charts. So their children would have probably been Jennifer and Michael. How did you get so smart? <laughs> Well, you're the woman with the PhD, not me, but thank you very much. Nursing doctorate, thank you very much. (laughs) Okay. Now, one guy who put a lot of thought into character naming is George R.R. Martin from the aforementioned series of books, A Song of Ice and Fire, or on television it's called Game of Thrones series. He even created naming conventions for his fictional world. For example, if you're born out of wedlock, you automatically get the surname Snow. Wildlings in their culture have only one name. They don't have a surname. Um, He also gets creative with nicknames, such as Littlefinger for Peter Baelish or The Hound for Sander Clegane. And we can't forget the most beloved name story in the series, Hodor. Hodor is named after the only word he knows how to say, a seemingly nonsense word, Hodor. Now, I won't spoil it for those who haven't read the books or watched the show yet, but the whole story about Hodor and his name, oh my God, it still chokes me up. Ah, Hodor. I know, I need a tissue. (laughs) This week's episode is brought to you by the babynames.com community. We have message boards on all topics, not just baby names. Absolutely. And in a couple of days, I'll release a short mini-sode where I interview Allison Betts, our community manager who joined the boards 
15 years ago as wow. a teenager and is now all grown up and has three kids of her own. Tune in. It's a really fun story. And to become a member, just register at babynames.com and click on fun stuff in the menu. And now it's time for Celebrity Baby News. Senator Tammy Duckworth, a Dem from Illinois, had a baby girl on April 9th, making her the first U.S. Senator to give birth while in office. She and husband Brian Bowlesby named the baby Miley Pearl Bowlesby. Partially after a great aunt on the father's side, Miley joins older sister Abigail, who is four. And before becoming a U.S. Senator, Duckworth served in the Illinois State House of Reps. And before that, she was a lieutenant colonel in the U.S. Army. So she is a badass Illinois woman. Go Tammy. I know a lot of badass Illinois women myself. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> anyway, did you know that Miley is a Hawaiian name for shrub or vine? Yeah, it's what they make the lays out of, actually. Oh, Isn't okay. That, cool? that is cool. Speaking of foliage, Jamie Lynn Spears welcomed her second child, a baby girl, with husband also named Jamie Watson. They named their baby girl Ivy with an E, I-V-E-Y, Joan Watson. <laughs> Joan Watson is the Watson character for Sherlock in Elementary, so that's kind of cute. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ivy was born on April 11th and joins big sister Maddie Brienne. I say if you want to use Ivy, use it without the E. I don't understand the superfluity. Yeah, However. Great. I do like the name Ivy, one of those nature names that are trending right now. Yep, definitely. I don't like the E either. Just name her Ivy, Ivy, how simple is that? Okay, Seth Myers and wife Alexi had their second child, a boy named Axel Strahl. Now, Axel is a Scandinavian name for my father is peace. His middle name, Strahl, Seth explained, is to honor his wife's grandparents who were liberated from a concentration camp and met in a hospital in Austria the next day. Mm. Yeah, that's a nice story. Axel joins older brother Ash, born in 2016. I also like how Axel is almost a palindrome for Alexi. I didn't think of that. Yeah, Axel's very close to Alexi. I wonder if that was a way to honor the mother. Maybe. Yeah. And back to Rachel McAdams. So she was so secretive about her entire pregnancy. And apparently she just like had her baby in secret because she was spotted with her boyfriend, screenwriter Jamie Linden, another Jamie, carrying an infant all of a sudden. Some sources report that it's a boy, but no name has been released yet. Again, I think it should be Reginald George. Uh, can you explain that? You're just going to have to go see Mean Girls the musical. All right. Maybe not. Anyway, Kate Hudson and her boyfriend Danny Fujikawa posted their really cute gender reveal where they popped balloons with pink confetti, revealing they were having a girl. It appeared that the couple was truly surprised and very pleased. 
Kate has two sons from previous relationships, writer Russell Robinson, Mm. (laughs) RRR, with ex Chris Robinson, and Bingham Han Bellamy with ex Matt Bellamy. Well, they certainly like alliteration. I love alliteration, too. As you know, MMM was my daughter's initials. Ryder Robinson and Bingham Bellamy. I I really like her name choices. They're both surnames, which are huge right now, using, I don't know if they're family surnames, obviously Han for Bingham Han Bellamy. Uh, Goldie Han is her mother. So it looks like she's trying to honor, you know, different people in her life. So that's kind of cool. I don't know. I think it's too many R's in a row. It sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. Writer Russell Robinson. R, R, R. What begins with R? Yep. Chloe Kardashian gave birth to a baby girl last Wednesday at a hospital outside of Cleveland. No name has been announced yet. It's rumored that they might name her after the mother of boyfriend and NBA star Tristan Thompson, some variation of the name Andrea. However, it has come out in the past week that Thompson had cheated multiple times on Chloe during the pregnancy. So that might just have an effect on both their baby naming choices and maybe even their relationship. Because after that, I would name the baby GTFO. Maybe they'll name her Cleveland, like from the family guy. Cousins Chicago and Cleveland. Oh my God. Well, I'm excited to see if they use one of the Black Panther names that they were rumored to be considering. Hmm, maybe. And now on to our questions from our listeners. And this is a tough one, Mal. Are you ready for it? I am. Okay. Dear Jennifer and Mallory, It's a long-standing tradition in my husband's family to name a son after the father. My husband is John Peter Wellington VI, and his whole family is expecting my son to be the seventh. So, like, no pressure or anything, right? The problem is, I want my son to have his own name. I don't want him to have his father's name and the five fathers before him. Now what do I do? I have three months to figure this out. Sincerely, Chelsea, mother-to-be. Well, Chelsea, you're screwed. (laughs) (laughs) That's the bottom line. You are going to make a lot of people unhappy. But... That's the question. Do you make yourself unhappy or do you make other people unhappy? And when it comes to a baby's name, you really have to decide who's the most important one in the family. So you're saying, Mal, that she should stick with the tradition and name her child John Peter Wellington VII. No, actually, I think she and her husband need to decide together what the baby's name should be. Now, it does not say what his opinion is. It's just assuming that his opinion is that it should stay with his family's tradition. And if it is, then they should have decided this before they had a baby. 
I think that's a really good point. If she takes her husband away from the family, sequesters him, and I assume they live together so she can do that, and they specifically have a name storming session, just the two of them, then she should say, my darling husband, how important is this to you personally? Because it really comes down to, like you said, only two people, the parents. That's right. And, you know, one of the things that they could do conceivably is with nicknames. So even if they have to do John Peter Wellington, which sounds like something you eat in a stuffy restaurant, I'll have the John Peter Wellington, please. Then maybe it could be Jackson or it could be JP. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, I mean, it's not a terrible name. It's not like she's being forced to name him Bodie McBoatface Seven. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I mean, it, it's a very traditional name, obviously going back to the early 1800s, if I can calculate this correctly, somewhere in there. Um, you can call the son JP or go by Pete. If the father goes by John, he can go by his middle name. But if she absolutely, absolutely does not want to use that name, then I think it's up to the two parents to work it out together. Absolutely. And not consider the extended family because it's not their baby. Exactly right. Now, as I say in my YouTube video of when is Junior a Junior, the only way that they are able to give him the seventh as a suffix is if they use all three names. So if they do decide to stick a different middle name in there, like John David Wellington, then that child would not be the seventh. Hmm, I didn't know that. Yep. Well, peeps and parents out there, that's the show. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, all over the web with ScreenNameBabyNames.com with the D-O-T spelled out. Have feedback about the show? Email us at podcast at babynames.com. Thanks for tuning in and have a great week. Chicago and Cleveland. That still cracks me up. And then they can have a play date with Bronx Wentz. And Moroccan Cannon. Oh, yeah. Moroccan Cannon. Oh, Oh, Mariah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I really think it was Mariah Carey that sent us that evil email when we went off on the name Moroccan. Because who else would even care? You know, it's like we got this, how dare you put down the name Moroccan? And that was their choice, and it's a beautiful name. I'm like, okay, Mariah, we know it's you. Well, there you go. There you go. Anyway, I'm going to see you next week. I know, I can't wait. Just a few days. Thanks for doing the podcast. You betcha. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.